0: It's time for Yes, I Can Living. Entrepreneurial women all have one thing in common. We wanna consistently improve our lives to be the best it can be. I'm your host, Kathy Alessandra, and I'll be interviewing inspiring women who think outside the box, color outside the lines, and live beyond the limits of their fears. They're living all in and playing full out, creating their best life and embodying Yes, I Can Living. The Yes, I Can Coach, and I am so excited to have you here today for another episode of Yes, I Can Living. Today, we have a very special guest, Star Aladdin, and I have known Star for about 10 years, met her in the business world, and I'm um, thrilled with what the new things are that she is doing, and knew that I had to bring her on and share with y'all. So everything that Star touches I'm it turns to gold. She has created a life including running a full-service ad agency, creating and publishing her own magazine, which was something that, um, it was an amazing magazine. It was beautifully done, I Yeah strove for that hosting invitation only women entrepreneur group called starpreneurs i think i even actually attended a couple at your home which were fabulous um and now she's working on her soul's calling and creating and writing um and meditating on these healing transformative power of love and these new cards that she's bringing out to the world when star is not speaking or teaching on the topic of love you'll find her teaching meditation and creating products that encourage the practice of love She lives a grounded life at her avocado farm in California with her loves, her husband, Jim, their two children, a couple of dogs, um, and so on, right? Welcome, Star. I'm so excited to have you here. (laughs) We're going to have fun. Here we're gonna have fun. Here, Kathy, with you, it's so fun. I know, I know. Well, you know what? Yes, I can. Living is really all about that, right? It is about really embodying that yes, I can for you. What is that bigger, greater, exciting goal that you want, and saying yes, I can. I can do this. I can. I can make this work, right? I mean, you are a yes, I can woman. If I have ever known a yes, I can woman. You're a yes, we are, Kathy. Yeah, right? Exactly. So let's start with you know. Telling um, our listeners a little bit more about you and how and why you started your business. And I know you've been a serial entrepreneur. You've got a few things. So why don't we touch on that and just, you know, how it all comes to you and how you why you started. Yeah. You know, I love
1: entrepreneurialism because I've always been like a student. Like Mm -hmm. I love learning. I love getting better at things. I always want to be learning something new. Like, Mm -hmm. so the culture of my family was very much about, like, you can do anything you put your mind to, just take one baby step at a time and do it. Like, right. Baby, right? <laughs> and um, so I was, you know, I graduated college and, and I was working in uh, corporate America and New York and Boston and, and I was very unfulfilled. I was very unfulfilled and I was, by all like checked boxes, I was like doing well. Right. Mm -hmm. Compared to my peers and what I was supposed to be doing, so to speak. And I was like, okay, if I, I always started with this question, every time I started a new project and, or started a new business, which was like, first of all, having the idea of like, yes, I can create my own experience. Yes, I can. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have to work hard at it. And it's like, there's gotta be a better way. That question has served me to evolve and transition and reform myself many times. Um, and I think it's a great question. It's like, there's got to be a better way for me, right? Not for what they, they say or what society said. And I think we're getting better at that as like time goes on, like mm-hmm. individual. But entrepreneurialism is literally a development process, especially when we're working for ourselves. So I just said, there's got to be a better way. What do I want for myself? And then I started thinking about it. And then I was like, I lived in Ventura County. Well, I was in New York and I was single and I was in love with someone that lived here and we were trying to date and make it work. And it wasn't easy to do that. And I was coming up on my 30th birthday. And then we decided to get married. And I was like, I need to figure out a way to bring the, I was in the media business uh, in New York and Boston, and then LA, and I was like, I need to figure out a way to bring it up to me because it was a very bedroom community here. Mm-hmm. So I just said, I wanna raise my kids here. I wanna have my life in Ventura County. I love it here. And how, do, how can I figure out a way to bring it to me? Mm-hmm. And that's when I started my own full service ad agency. And so it was like I had relationships and I just kept being of service and I didn't know, I didn't know what I was doing. I was definitely not ready. Mm -hmm. Right. But I was willing to try and there were people willing to like jump on the bandwagon with me. And I just said, I'll figure it out. If I don't know, I'll figure it out. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that, and then that attitude has been through all of it. So way back then it was a bedroom community And I started competing and getting invitations to do bigger and bigger accounts and regional accounts and uh, national accounts. And I was growing the business. And it was just like, and then that served its point. And then it was like another transition. And it's like, I don't wanna work as hard. I don't want to have to be away from my kids, you know? And then it was like, there's gotta be a better way. Mm -hmm. And what does that look like for me? And then I jumped in, had no idea, like not like you had your magazines for, ever like i had no idea what i was doing but i'm like i got some extra time in my creative department let's i've always wanted to create a product like let's make a magazine mm-hmm. <laughs> I had no idea what i was doing but i have a i have some skills and i had people on the team that had skills so
0: it's that idea of like just like well let's see what we can do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's do- I mean, it's very much, out. Of, you've always been kind of an out-of-the-box thinker in my mind, right? I mean, it's, right, you're always kind of looking ahead of the curve. You know, what's next? What can I do? Where, with what I've got, what do, where do I go? I mean. Yeah. Well, and you know, here's the other piece
1: too. It's like, I, I'm dyslexic and I've always been, uh, like, had to use the resources that I had mm-hmm. at, available. Right. Like I didn't know the right way to do certain things, but I knew that I could do something. So let's start there. And so I wasn't afraid to, to fail because when you're learning different and really gifted in certain ways, when you have a difference, you're usually gifted in a very high area. Like mm-hmm. I can do strategy like so easily which i didn't know then that it was a part of my gifting right like i was like well doesn't everybody see it it's like you go like (laughs) i don't know if that's normal but you know and so it's like you get older and we unveil ourselves and we find our weaknesses which as a dyslexic you know reading was difficult writing was very difficult learning new things was the way the teacher would teach was difficult, but mm-hmm. the 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 beautiful part of that is that I learned how I learned
0: mm-hmm. so
1: I could now I could go into an adulthood and business world and teach myself things because I knew enough about how I processed and how I learned so I would ask a lot of questions and things like this so it it ended up really gift like giving me so much more mm-hmm. and and then you know transition and letting go and You know there was a lot of ups and downs in that process i mean business is business is confronting Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it can be incredibly high highs low lows it can be surprising and wonderful it can be heartbreaking it's like you know a
0: novella (laughs) I mean, don't you find that, Kathy? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There's, There are always, it's always a roller coaster. It's never always, you know, and then I, it, it strikes me too. It's funny, somebody was saying to me the other day, well, look how, look how, you know, big she is and what all she's doing and blah, blah, blah. She was referring to somebody and I said, yeah, well, do you really, she's been doing this for like 15 years. This isn't overnight, right? You know, that's the other people tend to think that it just needs to happen overnight and that it's all success and it's all, you know, butterflies and rainbows. Right. And it's, it's not usually it's not. messy.
1: Yeah. It's really messy. And, um, yeah, and, and, and if you like to learn entrepreneurialism, if you like things a certain way and you cannot, and you gotta be flexible. I think in business, you have to, like, there's so many things you have to be connected with other people. Yeah. that are also in business because trends are changing and shifting and there's too much to know Yeah. Um, that there's always something new. And I don't care what level of business you're at. So however you're, you as an individual measure success, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was a time when I measured the success by how many millions my business was doing right. either, you know, monthly or, Annually, and then I was like, "This is overrated." Because the pressure <laughs> was was more in an area that I didn't care as much about. And then I was like, "Family is more important to me. I'm going to take a back seat." You know, my husband. Uh, you know, we both ran s- successful businesses. Jim mm-hmm. just uh, sold both of his businesses, our businesses, and he's retired. And, uh, and, and it was like, you can't have two people in a household and think the kids are going to come out. Okay. Right. Right. So we have to, you know, it's like the balance. It's like, what's the balance for you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the balance for me? Like, and, and where do I want to, you know, we only have so many like energy tickets and it's like, where are we going to spend them?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, cause you don't get time back. Right period, whatever it is. So yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know if that answers your question. No, it does. It
0: absolutely does. And I think it's unfortunate, you know, it's, I I didn't learn that until later on in life, you know, as far as, you know, really being present and understanding, I mean, yes, the work-life balance and, you know, but I mean, you as well, right. You had the businesses when the kids were little, me too, and finding that happy medium between it all, you know, I can't imagine right now, well, actually you still have one uh, who's, in school yeah. at home right now yeah. is where you know and in yeah. online learning virtual classrooms i yeah. can't imagine that's just a whole nother um you know element to throw into the into the and for the last 10 years like or
1: well not that many maybe eight i literally said i've been semi-retired where i was like i'm gonna do the work that i want to do and it's going to be more fulfilling work and i'm going to be done when lily's so i drive her to school that's my daughter and then i work while she's here in school like or working in her class right and -hmm. then after that it's like like sacred time yeah like and be present for that yeah and it's you know It and it and and it's a lot sometimes still and it's great i wouldn't i need to work so there's some people that totally don't like. I need to have my own thing. Always have a project going. <laughs> like I have got to have an outlet for my learning,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: right? Um, because that's part of what makes me happy, right? right. So yes. it's you know not just you know working on projects. And I am a person that likes to do methodically, like like this project I'm doing now, right? Where I created, I wrote a book. Mm -hmm. called stars what would love do and and I literally wrote it in the checkout like the line waiting for pickup like I would dictate five minutes here 30 minutes there over years wow and I think it's my best work part of it is because of the the restriction And also that I was like, I'm not working on this soul project unless I am absolutely in that heart space Mm -hmm. to be able to do that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so that's why it took me eight years
0: to to do it. Really? So so has this project really been eight years in the making? Let's let's talk about that. Yeah. So I had the magazine Mm -hmm. um,
1: and I had this idea. I was like, oh my gosh, I should do a deck of cards, right? And then I started writing up the quotes and at the time I was getting into meditation and learning about like relaxing because I was literally a triple A wound so tight. <laughs> uh-huh. Guilty as charged. Okay. <laughs> and, like, I need to chill out. And then I started like and then I was like, God, oh, this is great. And so I literally like I did this idea and then I parked it because I was like, I call it parking lot. Like I put it in the parking lot until later. And I had done like all the decks of cards and I had written some of them out and I had named it something else. And I had, was going to do visuals on some other level. And then I had a dream like a few years later that my husband's name's Jim. And he's like, he always is like, what are we doing for your birthday this year? And I'm like, this year I got it. I had a dream that I'm supposed to paint 108 hearts in watercolor. I was like, I'd never done watercolor and my husband's also an artist and I was like okay so can we go and get the stuff And he's like sure so I did and then I painted these 108 hearts and I and I was like why why was this so strong like you know this calling that came forward mm-hmm. and um I had no idea but I kept sitting waiting for the answer and, and they sat there so I did like maybe two months and I did all these hearts and then I put them in a box and then I, I gave a few away to some special people. And then it struck me like, I think a year or so later that I was supposed to make the, the hearts and the cards were supposed to merge. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And in
1: the meantime, I'd actually written another book
0: oh, wow. and
1: then I went to go edit it. And I was so bored with it <laughs> because I'm like, this is flipping boring I don't even want to edit it I mean the content was correct it was what I wanted to say but I'm like there is if something's not fun like I don't want to do it like Mm -hmm. I'm such Mm -hmm. a monkey like that at work like it has to be like joyful and fun I agree so I literally was like okay this is not good enough I'm sorry star that's like I know you worked a year on this book this is not good enough it's just not so I parked it then I wrote another book and then I knew that I was supposed to marry it together. So then I parked that book. And then I found the structure and I found the, the like, it came to me in another dream about how it's going to structure this and how fun it would be and how I'd be able to exchange and share and connect on a meaningful level. Because I think for you too, Kathy, like for me, I'm not interested in talking about fashion or the weather or i mean like those things are great but Mm -hmm. i'm a deep thinker i Mm -hmm. like to talk about deep soulful connections and i don't have a lot of that surface relationships in my life on any level so this is a way for me to connect with people kids teens adults in in a really like connected way and it's so fun Yeah. That's the story. And then I just let it evolve and find its own level of like where it was going to be. And I think in ways when we allow for things to just reveal themselves to us and we let them come to us then and do the work in between, right? I'm a worker. I love to work. I love to work, right? That it's like, it's, it's better than I could have done on my own. Because I know that this is like a collaboration with divine. right. right.
0: Not right. just right. I mean, you said it right there. I mean, I think that's the the, the dreams, the downloads, right. and, and there is, and I, have, I found this more so myself recently, even the yes I can living and when what this was supposed to be, it has been percolating for a year and a half and it, it you know showed up in different things in different ways, but until you got really quiet and, and like you, right sit back and listen and let spirit talk and, and guide and, right. And, um, and that's when things really get exciting and flow. At least that's been my experience. I mean, and it's really difficult
1: to do. It's so easy Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or I should say simple, not easy. And we, we need to practice like hearing the whispers,
0: Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm.
1: Before they literally are two by fours
0: smacking us going, yeah, you're knocked off the I've had a couple two by fours. <laughs> I'm guessing over the years, you might've had one as well. <laughs> yeah, more than I would have liked. <laughs> right? Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that? Well, talking about two by fours. So what, when you've been, you know, putting this all together and especially we're talking about this, you know, this new project, what would love, what, um, what has been your greatest challenge or your biggest obstacle and how did you come over that? Oh,
1: those
0: are, you know, um me <laughs> Oh, thank you for your honesty.
1: <laughs> for a bunch of reasons, um my ego for mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. wanting to be right, uh wanting to not look foolish or make a mistake. Also, you know, I think I think that it is easier, and I say er, to be seen when you are selling or Uh, in a business doing service or something else that is like, you know, in the ad agency, for example, or the magazine, it's like, I was selling the team and their gifts and how amazing they were. And I didn't need to make it about me, but I did get a lot from doing that, right? Where it's like, You know, my team is creatively geniuses or whatever. My writers are amazing. The people that are involved are all loving and they're awesome. But when it was about my heart and me standing before people saying, this is my soul's project and let me just crack my ribs open and show you my insides. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm.
1: And this idea that I have about explaining it it's like I became a child, like, like feeling very vulnerable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was weird and hard. Mm-hmm. It's still hard for me, really. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I had to start slow. So I had to dip my toe into safe places where like I was in a group and we were all doing projects and we were, like supporting each other along the way. And there was a lot of people in this group. And I had to understand why I was doing this project and sharing the project. And when I was first trying to explain the project, because it's a little bit different, people were like, "I, I I don't get it. And I'm like, well, it's this card deck and it's gonna teach you virtue, aspects of love. And then you're gonna be able to like reflect on it and Um, then practice with your words, thoughts, or deeds, and then you can pick and then, and then you can have a dedication and you can like give away, you know, and take up, like, it it was like, people were like, what the hell? Like I was some other, and I was like, but it's so clear right here. Mm. And so I'm much, I'm able to explain it much better now. But then I was like, okay, I need to create a group, a small little Facebook group this was a couple years ago now, three years ago or something. And I was like, you guys, will you help me? Will you you give me feedback on where this is landing, how it's landing, what is landing, what's Mm -hmm. not landing. Mm -hmm. And I had to get really vulnerable with those. And I had like 20 or 30 people that said, yes, Starville will help you. I'm like, thank you so much. And so they came in and then they were like, we like this size card or this doesn't make sense or we loved this. And I was like, and I slowly through serving, like literally, like literally I would mentally be like, okay, whatever they say is for my benefit star. It's not to upset me. Right. It's to help me. Mm -hmm. And I gave them permission to do that. And then they did. And 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 some of the challenges were really hard like how am i gonna get this product priced properly because to print in the u.s small batches a book and so here's the book it's 320 pages Oh yeah what i mean so it's like yeah color because i'm a visual artist so to me and it's like and then there's 64 cards in a thing. And then like that needs to be boxed. And then you have to just like, how do you make it so that the thing isn't $120. Right, 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 right. So I would say and then like finding how to do that and where to do that. I interviewed anybody that would do it. So there were so many challenges, but I was the biggest being seen Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: for my vulnerability and really talking about my favorite topic but doing it with like showing up right Right. so hard for me and I would say I didn't it took me years literally I would say until I did the kickstarter campaign which is halfway through right now and finishing up I mean I still find it very triggering to be honest with you sometimes and I just have to get out of myself and do it
0: it. it's got to be hard when you're when you're putting your story out there and your heart out there and like you said breaking yourself open right and you're allowing um you know really for people to see inside and and so it is becomes if somebody doesn't like it it becomes it can feel like a personal yeah and and i'm much over that so here's the real story do you want the real skinny yeah of course i'm all about the real skinny <laughs> so
1: so I started looking back, this was in my forties, I'm 52 now, but earlier in my forties, I started looking back at my childhood, started doing that kind of work, inner work, right? About what is, what is it that make me t- makes me tick? And how is it that I'm, these certain things, these wonderful things about me, but also the shadow things about me, like the overgiving that I did for a long, long time, even in business. Um, uh, you know, things like this, and really looking at where that came from. And it was a very healing process to become, because I was like, I have to become love, not just love from the mouth,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Not just
1: placating. Yeah. And what I realized is that, um, and also own part of my intuition and my psychic abilities, my intuitive genius Whatever you know, whatever that is, like I've been very right in different parts of my life in very scary situations,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and I thought that that was just like a thought, but really it was like connected. And it happened when I was in fifth grade, and my sister and I have permission by the way to share this story. It's not in the book. I thought about putting it in there, but it's not. That's maybe another book, but. I have full permission. So my sister's fourteen months older than me. Her name is Sunday, and yes, my mom is very artistic. And Sunday and scarves. <laughs> Love so it. My sister was coming home from the library with a girlfriend, and my dad was studying. We lived in Chicago at the time, and she was supposed to be home. And she called and she said, "You know, I'm coming home. Tell dad I'm on my way home." And I'm like, "You're gonna, you're gonna be in trouble." <laughs> better be home and so literally like she wasn't coming home she wasn't coming home I was it was getting starting to get dark something and I knew something was wrong and I was really like if you ever know in your own life when like you're in your body and and you feel like you want to jump out of your skin this is how it felt right and it's like these are messages I believe so long story short my sister was abducted at gunpoint and i knew she was in trouble i went to my dad something's not right the phone ring i knew it was my sister i'm like dad sundays on the phone i ran to the phone i got it he left bam he was gone and it was my first psychic experience like i i think you're the first person i'm sharing this with like openly by the way but um so the bottom line is, is I started to reveal that like ever since and if anyone's had anything tragic happen to someone in their family, so many things you fill in the blank, right? Tragedy happens to all of us in some way, shape or form. And some, some people, they get their unfair share. And while it didn't happen directly to me, it happened to all of us. And I realized in that moment and moving forward, I was fifth grade, my sister was in seventh, um, that it shifted and changed me on a visceral level forever. And I realized that I had so much compassion for my sister always from that time on, because she had been through something so like horrific. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I never took it personally when she was acting out and being mean and unkind right and there was some way that i was able to say well what would love do in this moment when my sister was being just cruel so i would disengage i would be like i love you so much i'm going to call you later (laughs) (laughs) like like such a bizarre like if someone was listening and she'd be like And I'd be like, I love you so much. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) What? So I realized that it was the training Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and how we are very, very close. We have a beautiful relationship and I cherish that relationship, but I realize it's, it's love that is the healer. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And
1: that it, it may not make things uh, heal things immediately, but it doesn't make things worse. And it's always helpful. And I learned how incredibly powerful love is in any situation. And that's why I was like, I want to lead and live from this place for everyone because everybody has a story, right? We don't know what happened to them or what, what's going on internally, right? Like the language we use with ourselves sometimes, if there was a microphone in there recording it, we would never speak to others oftentimes the way we speak to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what's really going on? It's like, someone's always got something happening. So that's for me, why this topic, self-love, self-care, self-compassion, like whatever gratitude, whatever language you want to use for it. It's like the the actual thing that's happening is virtue, which is happening behind it in our hearts, not the virtue, like modesty kind of virtue, like literally the virtue that we talk about that literally is expansive and infinite
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and is healing. And that's the topic that I really teach is virtue, but I do it through love because love is the greatest power in the universe.
0: Mm -hmm. so that's the story wow thank you for uh thank you for sharing that with me and all of our listeners too it's a powerful story and um you know and to be on that path all the way along i just love that i mean just even this idea of what would love do in any of the situations when we're facing challenges or somebody you know whatever right instead of and especially right now everything is super hyper sensitive right where if people are lashing out because of all the stress and everything and so if we're able to take that step back and say okay you know if i'm coming from a place of love if i'm offering compassion and grace what would love do i love it star yeah. absolutely love it.
1: sometimes you know and it's an it's a tricky thing because you know um sometimes we try to help mm, mm-hmm. and we're over helping right? right so sometimes it's just Mm-hmm. Like, I'm yeah. here, I'm here. How can I, how can I help you?
0: Like, right. I, you know,
1: you know, right. Yeah. Just,
0: just being like, present. Yeah, absolutely. Knowing. That. But it's hard to do. It's hard to do
1: that. And mm-hmm. I think we, we feel sometimes we have to do more than what we really need. Like us being and observing someone talk, it's, it's a gift and it's, it's enough.
0: Right. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's powerful. Yeah. It
0: anyway. is. Tell me about, so you mentioned it a little bit before and depending upon when you're listening to this podcast, you know, I know you've got this Kickstarter campaign and I have been following all that, which is super exciting. Thank you. Um, I think it ends uh, this, this podcast, you should be, if you're listening to it right away. You should be on there, but I tell us about a, what, you know, where they can find the Kickstarter campaign, but also a little bit about why you decided to go that route and how that's going. Oh, planned. yeah. So how
1: first of all, all right, the Kickstarter campaign goes to September 16th, 2020. Um, we are doing great. We're almost at 80%. We're, you know, we have a couple weeks left, a little more than two weeks left before we do that. So from the time we're recording this and then, you know, and then I will produce them so that they will be marketable, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. then there'll be, uh, you know, All the places that I can do online, they will be. I have an Etsy shop. They will be there. If you're stars, what would love to do is the Etsy shop. Go to Kickstarter and go support someone else's project. It is so fun, by the way. If you don't know what Kickstarter is, it is a great platform. So from a business perspective, let me tell you what Kickstarter does. So Kickstarter literally funds dreams, funds projects through pre-order system. Okay, so it is great for games, for decks of cards, for technology, for an invention, um, something that you've created, right? So, or that you want to see in the world. And then you get to share a video with what it is and explain how it is and the benefits of it. And then people all over the world, there's 15 million people in kickstarter and there's they're all over so then you have 30 days or a a allotted period of time to raise a hundred percent of the funds and it's an all or nothing platform so it's an incredible platform Mm -hmm. um and for me why it was right was a few a few things first of all it's it's timely so there's a time limit and i work very well with deadlines um i'm really good when there's a deadline (laughs) for myself sometimes i manufacture these deadlines but i also know that i needed to show up and i'd still like and if i didn't give myself a deadline then i wasn't doing the interviews or doing the live so i also have a facebook group which is free and super fun called stars what would love do and i do all sorts of readings in there and connect we do games and i love contests like i should have been a like a vanna white in another life or something but it's a great format for business people that have a project you know an art project or something that needs to come alive and you need to raise funds
0: mm-hmm.
1: to produce it for example or do a prototype or you know send it to the market and um it's great and there's a lot to it like anything so right, right. i i've been thinking about because people have been asking me start and i'm like We're going to do a whole Zoom call with the people in my group. And they're like, Star, I want to do, I think everybody should have a deck of cards. Honestly, I think it's so fun. I think, (laughs) Kathy, you should have, yes, I can. Right. right. (laughs) Come on now. I'll help you. But I'm, you know, and there's so many ways to do it. But I think that's what Kickstarter is. It's a great platform. There's also Indiegogo and other ones. And it's different than like a, a fundraising charitable, it's not charitable. It mm-hmm. is literally a pre order system. Right. So I've been supporting different projects for a while now, a couple of years, and, and, and it's fun. I mean, I love to buy cards in general. So I've been support, but it's really fun. And then you become what's called a backer. And then your backers, you tell them the story and they're in the novella with you. The ups, the downs, the (laughs) deadlines, the holy mackerel, the snags, and the good stuff, the celebrations, and the, come on, you guys, we're so close, I can taste it, like, help me out, (laughs) you know, like, tell one friend, but, um, and it's it's great to feel supported, Mm -hmm. so much of the time, we feel alone, I mean, do you hear this with your, your oh, yes,
0: absolutely, very much so.
1: And there's something about the community of other people supporting your project. And listen, you can go on and support the project in, for zero dollars. Mm-hmm. Every single person that goes and supports the project, I am so grateful because it's giving me assurance that what I'm creating in the world, what you create in the world, that they're somehow worthy of other people's attention. Even if, even if they don't have any money to support it, it's like their attention is a form of currency, right? Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's a great format. I highly recommend it. And um, and there's a lot to, a lot to it, like anything. But many people do it over and over and over again.
0: Right. Right. So yeah, they'll absolutely. launch this
1: thing, and then they'll launch the next thing or a version of it, and and it can grow and do it. And it's it's been fun. I think it's been one of the funnest things that I've ever yeah. done well i
0: supported i was on there i'm a backer so i can't wait till it i'm i have no doubt it Can will Pull you a card yes i would love it okay so i know you're
1: recording this as well as visually seeing this so i'm going to pull you a card so this is how it works so um close your eyes and think about something that you need a guidance from a situation a relationship something that you're like I am hmm, not sure what to do with that and when you have it let me know I got it okay and then I'm doing a rainbow arc above and I'm just gonna say you tell me when to stop okay
0: um stop oh okay oh your card right here fake oh. <laughs> let me read it okay okay
1: <laughs> yeah
0: Faith is a powerful
1: force that can open doors and bring about positive change in the world. So that's your card. That's the truth. Faith, it, it's the truth, right? Does this yeah. resonate Was this? Like,
0: yeah. Oh, hugely, hugely. I mean, faith, faith is my number one. Actually, faith is my number one value. Oh, a family freedom and making a difference. It is my number one value. Uh, oh, yeah.
1: You know what? So. That, and you know, it's always fascinating because this is the thing for those of you listening and Kathy, cause you said faith is your number one. It's like really how I see these cards. It's really a way to speak to the divine, mm-hmm. the unseen source universe, whatever you want to call it. It's a way to tap in and get the messages that we need to hear. Um, and, and it's like, because we participate with it, it's really great. So, Do you, here's what faith is an antidote for. Let me tell you, faith is an antidote to uncertainty, doubt, misgivings, reservations, hesitancy, disbelief, rejection, distress, doubt, skepticism, suspicion, anxiety, and confusion. So if your problem was or challenge was something in there, then faith will be how we lead from love right right through that. Because having trust and confidence in an outcome in life can make faith easy. True faith comes when the outcome is uncertain. The foundation of faith is trust in oneself and source and non-attachment to specific outcome, knowing that all is well, no matter what. So that's the message for you. There's more, but oh, wow. you know, the idea is, is like, how do you want to practice this moving forward? So people would pick like, okay, I want to practice with my thoughts because I'm a thinker or mm-hmm. a word because I like to... Write or do whatever or deeds because I'm I like to act. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So which one do you want to do? I'll read you one.
0: So what what were the first two? Last one was deeds. Thoughts,
1: words, deeds. Thoughts. Okay, yeah, you're a thinker. (laughs) So notice what irritates you. What do you say to yourself? Contemplate. How can I reframe this to help me feel more patient? okay okay So it's like and i give three or four different examples of things that resonate so Mm -hmm. thoughts has three or four words deeds you have like between nine and 12 different things this practice is meant to be like fast
0: simple
1: Mm -hmm. easy it could be funny you know because it's like You know, sometimes we get the same card over and over again. Right? Yes. 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 My husband and I were on a date the other day. (laughs) It was my birthday. We both got the same card. (laughs) It was like it was beauty, and we we were going to do beautiful things, look at art, and like go and look in nature and I was, and we just, we chuckled, we laughed so hard, we looked at each other and just laughed. Love it. So okay. fun, well, so
0: in alignment, right? I mean, yeah. whenever you're meant to hear that day, I, I firmly believe that. I, you know, I know, right? So I hope, I hope, hope that really helps. It. I hope that yes, absolutely look- does. It absolutely does. I appreciate it. So let me ask this where, um, you know, if somebody wants to support the Kickstarter campaign, if they want to connect with you, where would be the best place to drive them? okay if you want to um join us on
1: facebook i have a free group stars what would love do s-t-a-r-s what would love do um that's free you can join us there you can join us on kickstarter if you want to see the video i did explaining and seeing the visuals of of the cards it's kickstarter.com and go to stars what would love do cards okay and then look us up we're there And then if this is after September 16th, you can still look us up on Kickstarter, although the Kickstarter will be closed. I eventually will end up on Etsy, my Etsy shop, which is Stars What Would Love Do, and other places, but I already know that I have the Etsy shop set up. So that will be after December. Um, They'll be available to purchase there. Wonderful. That's easy. Or Instagram, Stars What Would Love Do cards. Join us there. We're doing all sorts of fun games and posts there too, but.
0: Fantastic.
1: It's been a delight to be with you.
0: It has been wonderful. It's been great to see you and speak with you and, um, you know, and just really hear what you're up to, right? And then share. I appreciate you sharing, you know, your your challenges and, you know, the ups and downs and really being transparent with our listeners of what it takes to, um, you know, create things and then actually getting to a point where you're following your soul's calling, right? Um, yeah. Really you know,
1: it. here's the one thing that I would say, having strategized and worked with literally thousands of entrepreneurs over 20 years that I did brand strategy and my own journey is that I find that the more successful someone is, the more humble they are. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So, um, yeah, because they're more in service, the more service oriented we are. And, and, uh, and that that's a journey in and of itself. And I just want to say that I so appreciate you, Kathy. I've seen your journey and all the things that you've created over the years. And i it, it's like amazing. I love the Yes, You Can
0: brand because it is all about the yes. It is. It is. And I think it's so funny. Here I am back to the roots of a magazine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yay! All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much Star for joining us today. Really appreciate all your input. I hope you will go and connect with Star um, in one of those places, the Facebook group or support the Kickstarter campaign. I did. I can't wait to get my deck of cards. Um, Anyway, lots of great things to do. If you haven't already subscribed to the magazine, our first edition will be mailing soon. We will be mailing quarterly. You can go to yesicanliving.com and subscribe there. You'll get our blog posts. But when the print edition is ready, you will be one of the first as well. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you You have a wonderful Yes, I Can Week. Until next episode, you take care. Bye-bye.